Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. With supply chains becoming more complex, you need to stay on top of the latest logistics developments. So if you work with logistics, you need the Beyond the Box podcast from Maersk. It's the easy way to keep up to date with everything from digital disruption in logistics to the need for supply chain resilience in today's market. Find out more and keep ahead of the game with the Beyond the Box podcast on logistics insights at maersk.com insights. Welcome to the Feed for Service podcast. Today's a special episode. We're going to talk to two guys that run a company that you may or may not have heard of, Metadenta. They've been around in business for 80 years, started out as a small endo company and kind of morphed into a handpiece company and now have gotten back into endo, handpieces, burrs, you name it, trophy cups, etc. They're taken the advantage of the times and they picked up some other companies and they're going to be here for a long time to stay. We'll talk to their two leaders and how that's happened. And we have a special, special offer for all our listeners. So stay tuned for that. Sit back, relax, enjoy the show. And new from Kettenbach, our sponsor, Kettenbach Dental. It's imagine one product for every cementation protocol. It's now available. It's a hydrophilic adhesive cement and a hydrophobic core buildup material. It's all combined into one product called Vesalis Semcor. Vesalis Semcor has easy peel cleanup, saving time and stress when removing excess cement. Experience why dentists permanently bond with Kettenbox all-in-one adhesive cement and core buildup. Vesalis Semcor. Call them at 877-532-2123 or visit kettenbach-dent.us. Or call and talk to my man, Dan. They're a great company. They have reps just like the old days in your area. Sit back, relax, enjoy the show, folks. My name is Drew Burns, and I'm a part of a small group of dentists who believe something crazy. We believe that the standard of care is just not good enough. We demand the best of ourselves and the best for our patients. We believe that the best way, no, the only way to practice dentistry is on our own terms. If you ask the dental consultants or the corporate CEOs, they tell you that what we're doing isn't smart, that fee-for-service dentistry is dead, and that the golden age of dentistry is over. Yet, while others focus on profits first, we focus on the patient first. And yet, our offices are some of the most profitable in the entire country because we invest in ourselves and we are doing things right. It's our name on the door, and it's our reputation on the line. My name is Drew Burns, and I am a fee-for-service dentist. This is the Fee-for-Service Dentist Podcast, and these are our stories. Welcome to the Fee-for-Service Dentist Podcast, Dr. Sonny Spear. I got two special guests with us today. They're from a company that you may have heard of and you may not have heard of, and that's one of the things we're going to talk about, Metadenta. And we have the two acting presidents. We have Sean Ryan, and we have Al Perez. And Thanks for having us, Sonny. Yeah, yeah, thanks for having us, Sonny. Yeah, so it's going to be a great conversation. So I want to first start, Al, I'm going to start with you. 
How did you get into the dental business and give us your background? Holy jeez. That's right, brother. It's all 25 over. years to date, actually. I've been I've exhausted this line throughout the, the whole year already. <laughs> I joined Medidenta in 1997. Okay. Uh, yeah, right out of high school, looking for a part-time job, got into shipping. Uh, my former predecessors gave me the opportunity to get into sales, uh, getting into the trade show circuit because they found out I was trilingual, Polish, Mexican. Don't ask how my parents got together. That's cool. That's another story. But um, <laughs> they needed a trilingual to, in Germany and some other foreign countries. One thing led to another. 25 years later, I'm still here. You know, I worked, worked up the chain from packing to repairs, customer service. There was an opportunity. Um, 10 years ago with Medidenta to relocate um, out West because we were incorporated in New York. We we're celebrating our 80th year. Um, and uh, 10 years ago, we, we moved to Las Vegas. So, um, so wait, wait, right out of high school, you went in. Yeah. Right out of high school looking for again. Well, maybe shortly after graduating in 96, 97, it was kind of that year. I was looking to find myself. What am I going to uh -huh. do? Uh, I was, I was uh, enrolled into St. John's University, and sure. I landed the part-time gig with Medidenta as a shipping clerk. And nothing serious. I mean, here I am, this young guy, green, just into just packing boxes. Have no clue, the slightest clue of what a dental product is. Uh -huh. You know, um, and then the, the one thing led to another, and just kind of worked my way up the ladder. So, what's your what's your family background then? What, what what's their backgrounds? What do they do? My father's from Mexico. Um, he's uh, he used to own his ta own taxi business. He retired okay. uh, uh -huh. a little five years ago. Okay. A little My bit. mother's from Poland. Uh, she used to work at a bank. She's she's retired. She's widowed now, living a home uh, home alone in New York. So it's interesting because our relationship was unique. I would talk to my mother in Polish all the time, and my mother and my father in Spanish. And I would kind of just interchange the languages. But when I speak to them together as a whole, I would it'd be English. So it's funny because Sean always breaks my chops. He goes, well, how do you process? You know, it, it, what's your first language? Is it yeah, Spanish, what's your first language? <laughs> well, I said, you know what? I had to take a second because, again, here I am processing his question, <laughs> you know, because I'm fluent in all three. And I'm like, well, fir first is, it's Spanish because I learned Spanish first, then, Pol then, then English. But what my mother did was different. She would send me to Poland in the summers, and because that's a challenging language to learn. Gosh, if if you hear me speak and I'm hacking, it's just ugh, it's ugly. Uh -huh. But she would just leave me there for two months at a time throughout the summer, and I, I I was fortunate to go with my grandparents, and that's how I picked up my third. The future of fee for service dentistry is based in membership patients. If you need help starting your membership plan, or if your plan is too big for your team to manage. Visit dentalmembershipdirect.com to set up your free membership growth solution demo with our team. Now, but but their backgrounds, like with your dad being a tech, like he had a little bit of a business entrepreneur spirit. Did he kind of pass some of that on to you or what? Unfortunately, no. My my parents worked, you know. Always around, working. Around right? the clock. My father. So they, they taught you hard work. By it was watching. more the old school, just you got to work hard yeah. to where you want yeah. to get, not, you know, taking the easy route. You, yeah. They were never there. You know, I, was, I wasn't the best child in school. I, it, was, it was a little rough up, up, upbringing, you know. It, I, a lot of it, I was around with the sitters uh, at the school. 
Um, yeah, but see, if your parents are working that much, it, it infiltrates to you. Absolutely. You, it's you, who I am. To, yeah, it's who, yeah. It, 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 it defines you. You know, that's how I'm wired. 100%. Yeah. It's pretty cool, though. All right, Sean, talk about you, man. That's a pretty good story. You got to, you have to top that a little, Sean. How about yourself? Yeah, that's tough. That's tough. <laughs> it's the Polish-Mexican combination, guys. <laughs> well, it's like just the, right uh, out of high school. That's amazing. That's just yeah. No, I'm I'm like the elder. Um, I didn't grow up in dental by any means. I uh, I owned a um, well. I started off my career, I guess, my adult career in in um, sales, in advertising sales <clears throat> back in Chicago. Okay. Were Chicago Tribune, CBS, oh, a couple wow. of independent TV stations. I was with the Infinity Promotions Group that then got bought by Viacom. Yeah. Um, yeah. I was kind of on the fast track to become kind of a not a not a media mongol, but certainly a person who could sell some stuff. Um, then I decided one day that I could do it better if I did it on my own. So I started an ad agency in 2003. Uh, and worked that with a partner. We got involved in, um, I was probably the executive producer on a thousand commercials, if not more, uh, national ads, local ads, radio ads, print ads, you name it, we did it. But that ended in 2016. And I didn't really know. <clears throat> well, I'm sorry. Can, let me can, I, can I ask you a quick question on the yeah, commercial? Yeah, yeah. Do you know a guy by the name of Frank Tadero? The name sounds familiar. He he directs a lot of TV commercials. He's won some Cleos and he's won some. He's he's a college buddy of mine. But anyway, go uh, ahead. okay, okay, yeah, it could be a familiar name. I'm not sure, but I ended up having an office in Los Angeles, New York, and uh, Chicago. And oh. again, in like 2006, I met a guy named Bob Oxiger, um, who then I segued into meeting Alfred and another uh, casting character that was previously with this company, but. Um, and I started doing a little bit of their work, like print stuff and catalogs. And, and I would I would find myself on a plane going to Queens more and more often, not because the print business was so great or that I made so much money off them. We just had a really good relationship and we hung, we hung out quite a bit. When I got rid of my agency in 2016, I didn't really have any plans on, on what I was going to do. And I got a call from our old colleague and he said, hey, can you help me with this thing? And I said, no, I don't have those employees anymore. That agency's sold and gone. Um, and he's like, man, I could really use your help. And I said, ah, you know, I'm out. There's not much I can do. So then he convinced me to come out to Denver. It was at the ADA in, I guess, 20, maybe 16 or 17. And um, I remember that and he year. said, man, I'm growing. And I, we're trying to do more things that I could really use somebody I could trust and I could use your skill set. And if you're not doing anything anyway, why don't you come on board? So I said, let me think about it. I decided to come on board for a three month contract. Um, basically just to try to get this catalog company who didn't do anything online. They didn't do anything. Um, it, what I would call progressive, um, they were very much go to the trade show, make the money, come back and fill the orders and hope that everybody would keep calling. And so I said, well, let, let's see what I can do. So we'll try it for three months. A lot of moving parts, a lot of things happened very, very quickly. Um, we saw a nice spike in business. We saw some accelerated um, distribution channels, call it that way. And what I realized was dentists are changing the way that they buy. And I might be the right person to help 
catapult sales to grow this business. I didn't know trade shows were going to be bombs like they are today. I didn't right. know. COVID I was, was, was going to say, talk about, talk about trending in the right direction at the right time. I know. I mean, look at us now. We're on a podcast. You know, back then, there was no such thing. And, yeah. and if there were, no one cared or listened to it. I did the first video on a website, and it took it was a two-minute commercial, and it took 45 minutes to um, download before someone could actually watch it. The customer called me yelling at me going, what are you doing? When did you start the ads on TV? My phone's ringing. And I said, I don't have an ad on TV. And it was all because we were doing things ahead of the curve. So when I came on board with Medidenta, the, the goal for me was to get in and out. I didn't want to be in dental. This has got nothing to do with me. I, I have no interest in this stuff. I liked the guys. I liked hanging. It was all was eight years ago. <laughs> <laughs> it was like seven or eight years ago. So then we, we agreed. Um, mm -hmm. We decided to move forward. We, we took the next steps. We started doing things a lot more aggressively online, which is more my my thing now, I suppose. Um, extending our distribution channels into other platforms, opening up our own. Now, I mean, we could go on for hours again, but now the coming the coming year, you're going to see a lot of really aggressive stuff coming out of Medidenta. We've got some really good foundational things built. It's taken a few years to kind of get up and running. We've got full support from all of our vendors, full support from our own manufacturing, full support internally. We're making what I would say a lot of the right moves and it keeps me interested. It keeps me focused and motivated. So essentially. So, so let me ask, let me ask you this. Now I'm gonna go back to Al and ask you this question because you have a, a, a longer tenure with the company. What were some of the things that you saw happen almost immediately when Sean got involved? The Doc Sites provides affordable and effective websites for dentists with no long-term contracts, transparent pricing, and great customer service, starting at only $59 a month. They also provide optional online marketing packages to help increase your online visibility. For special offers, including up to 25% off your website setup, Text fee for service to 818-489-9823. 818-489-9823. This is a limited time offer, so text now and lock in your savings and visit Doc Sites for more information. The trends, you know, when he came on board, Metadenta was more of a, and we still are, mail order company. Your traditional means of phone call ringing, trade show exposure, seminars, you know, going out, get the, get the orders, grind, bring them back, process the order. When, Shane, when Sean came on board, we started noticing the spike in on online transactions. You know, today, I think, Sean, correct me if I'm wrong, our transactions now are over 50%, 50 to 55%. Yeah, when I started, it was about 5%. Yeah, so that that was a, a huge job because we were doing, Sean, what Sean brought back into the distribution was the expansion of uh, distribution channels, processing online transactions. I mean, we were nowhere to be seen online. So, you know, what he did was just broaden us and had more viewers uh, know who we are. And at that point, we were only at, I mean, we we're 76, 72 years, you know, in the industry. So, what what was the company founded in the very early starts? What what was the basis of the company? What was their endo? Medidenta, when it was first incorporated, when I came into Medidenta, it was it was predominantly an endo company. It was one of the first that brought automated endo going back to the gyromatic back in in the uh, 
late 60s, a reciprocating hand file. So instead of your traditional hand filing, it's it brought for, uh, automated endo-reciprocating hand instrumentation. Thereafter, it brought in the 80s the Sonic. Uh, Sonic yeah, yeah I have one of those, yeah. <laughs> At the same time, I came in right in between that with the air abrasion, the Mycodin, and that was just a yeah. huge spike. That, that, that runs off the nitrogen. Yeah. The medical-grade nitrogen, that's yeah. right. And, I was, and that's where I was repairing those hand pieces, you know, uh, we had a joint venture with Micromega for over 40 years. We carried that over when we moved out west. Um, there was some exchange of hands. But in that tenure, um, when Nitai came on board, there was some political conflict. So we kind of, that's where we started transitioning more into uh, a handpiece company than an endo. Because when, when was the handpieces becoming your strong suit? I think in the late 90s, early 2000s, that's when we realized we started uh, forming uh, alliances with factories in Japan uh -huh. um, to with some of our handpieces, you know, like the ones you currently uh, use. Yeah. So let me, let me, when you, when you form these alliances, what, what's the process? Do you go visit them? Do they come to you? How, how does that, how does that actually happen? It's both, but you know, a lot of my predecessors had some sort of formal relationships. You know, we've gone to these the IDS meeting, a renowned meeting that takes place every two years. All the manufacturers. That's industry. the one in Germany, right? That's, That's the one, right. And that Sean and I will be going next year. We're going out not from an exhibitor perspective, but to formulate relationships and to see who's out there, who's coming up with something unique that maybe we should bring in. Um, I've done, I, I've maintained, you know, these relationships over the years and it's what helped us propel into some of the new innovation we have lined up for next year. So, so, so Sean, now, did you start to change? Like, are, are there now divisions in the company? Like, let's say R and D or, Hey, listen, you're going to be a new product evaluator. Uh, I mean, talk about what, what the pra what the company looks like to, like now. So the company, you know, today there are divisions, you know, we have a full marketing team. Right. We never had that before. When I started, there wasn't anybody. We had one graphic artist that also answered the phone and also took the garbage out and also did this or that. Now we've got devoted graphic arts. We've got a full video team. We've got a on, on staff web. So we have a nice marketing division. Um, and I have meetings with them every Tuesday. Uh, some are zoom cause I commute back and forth to Chicago, but, um, uh, we have an R&D where we're bringing in new products. They're constantly being evaluated. We're a FDA manufacturer now, contract manufacturer for a, um, a Cavitron machine. So we have an entire division that's devoted to not just making the product, but also traceability and FDA regulations, which are very extensive. Yeah, These how, are did all get, things how did you get into manufacturing? Because that's a, that's a big deal. Well, this was one of our acquisitions in the last okay. uh, couple of years. So during COVID, a lot of people, they, they had two choices. They got to that fork in the road. Right. And they said, I'm just going to wallow. Yeah. Or I'm, or I'm going to slow down. I mean, your office down. probably right. was hurt, you know, tremendously, like a lot. Yeah. Um, we were fortunate enough to have the means and have the ability to continue to search. And we realized you know, we can spend this time reorganizing. Let's clean out the shelves. Let's let's pick up all the dust in all the corners of the building. Let's not wallow and sob and cry about it. Let's figure out a way to not, not necessarily capitalize on it, but certainly let's utilize this time to restructure. You know, we're so yeah, busy. Be proactive. Like By definition, proactive. Be proactive, in, of yeah. course. And that's who we are today. And mm -hmm. not that they weren't before, but that's who we are today. 
in office like yours, you're busy, you're constantly running, you're constantly running. I mean, how many times do you have a couple months, let alone a year, to really take a deep breath and look around and reorganize your inventory yeah. process, reorganize your. So we brought on all these different divisions. Now we had one of one person shipping station. Now we have a 10 person shipping station. You know, we had a, a, a manual forklift that would go to a rack that was too high, one, two, two levels high. Now we have five levels high in a mm -hmm. 26,000 square foot warehouse. So operations of have changed yeah. dramatically. Yeah, so that's the operations portion of it, right? Yeah, see, for me, you know, being the head of our company um, and having five offices and owning them and everything else, my my role during the pandemic was how can I streamline these offices? First of all, make them sterilizable easier and make everything much more uniform. So that allowed what we ended up doing was totally gutting and renovating one office mm -hmm. and renovating another office by whole bunch of modifications so we i was busier than hell i mean i had no time to really sit and process so kind of the thought was listen we're going to open up and we'll be bigger stronger better et cetera, et cetera. but um that really is i mean it thought went through my mind like if this happened again two weeks what would it be like i'd be like or two months i'd probably have a different approach you know and it would give us a chance to Clean out the basement. Go through your uh, go through your <laughs> your Fibber McGee closet and find all the stuff that's in there that you haven't touched in twenty years. And like, hey, I I don't think we're ever going to use this, so let's let's move this out, yeah. you know, and start to uh, and start to streamline things, you know. So we found a lot of you know a lot of things that were were, were counterintuitive. You know, they they weren't necessarily participating in the new. Medidenta, you know, the new mm -hmm. missions and the new the new way we wanted to go about doing things. And that included, unfortunately, some staff and some some yeah. not some everybody people. makes the trip. Yeah. No, and 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 it, you know, if I think you said it earlier, you know, you, you give people opportunities and you try to get everybody on the same or at least a similar, not everybody's gonna be on the same page as the owner. Not everybody's gonna care as much about your business as you do. All you hope is that they care enough about themselves and their careers that they want to propel and be better. Right. Um, and when we sat around and looked, you know, all of us in the mirror, we found I found a lot of things I didn't like about myself that I wanted to change. So we, you know, we took that time to do that. I learned a few more things. I I listened to some audiobooks that made me a little bit more focused and more um. I don't know, aggressive, I guess, at going after certain things that I didn't think were achievable before, but now they are. So a lot of things you can do when you have, there are a lot of things you can do when you have some downtime. And I think that Medidenta, at least the two of us um, here now, really capitalized on that opportunity and, and came out swinging and in a very, very positive way. So. so talk about what you what because you said it and I know that you guys have because we've talked offline. I've I've been a customer of yours now for quite a while. Going back to the Mike Dent and going back to the uh, you reminded me of the uh, Sonic Rotary uh, Sonic Endo from uh, yeah. Kit Weathers course. You know, way back. Yeah, Endo so, Magic courses. That's right. Endo Magic. So so what did you guys? Who did you acquire? And, and what kind of? I know you added a whole new division of like endo products, but just talk about what you guys picked up and acquired. So I'll, I'll tell one. Twenty twenty, we we acquired the Genius Endo line from Ultradent. Um, it was right before COVID hit. Um, we met with the with the principals up there, and we made yeah, they're the, good people. Yeah, they're good guys. Um, 
we made the uh, transactions all formalized. We there was a PhD endodontist that actually joined our team, Dr. Carlos Ramos. He's our um, he does our research. Uh, you know, he's product developer in charge of some of our regulatory. Um, PhD. Hmm. Yeah, he's uh, he's you know we're fortunate to have him on staff, and that's so that's a real um, doctor, by the way. That's a real. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he knows it. <laughs> yeah, he definitely knows it. Um, so while while Sean was was looking to turn the things around and obviously make uh, take opportunity of the COVID, Dr. Ramos was redesigning our entire end of life. You know, okay. Um, I think you have one of the products at the cordless endo, the built-in apex locator of that, our new endo sequence, the Genius ProFlex, um, with some There's new your products. Apex your apex locator is dynamite. Yeah, yeah, it, it, it's we're, we're proud to put our uh, our name on it. Um, and we got some bright, some 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 interesting products we're going to be debuting next year. But that was one of our biggest forefronts. That kind of because you know, Sonny, going back to what I said earlier. Metadenta was first introduced as as Meta, as Endo. It was predominantly an Endo company, and then in the later in the late nineteen you know nineteen to early two thousands, we kind of fell off. We missed that boat with Micromega and bringing in nickel titanium. Yeah. So this was kind of our way to springboard and kind of you know revamp our Endo line because we always had Endo. Micromega was still there. We're still selling those dated files, but there's nothing new. So with with, with Carlos on board. Um, revamped everything uh we got on board with education you know we're certified with agd pace doing webinars we uh, sean formalized a relationship we both did with uh las vegas institute here in las vegas having quarterly seminars with them and hands-on workshops so that was a good way to kind of try get back into the endo sector okay it's no longer there but the program is resurrecting and is yes yeah. in his name yeah, yeah, for sure. It's a work in progress. And that's just so, one. I mean, Sean, yeah. there's yeah, wider what, some, what were some of the other ones, Sean? So we um, we had kind of a – I don't know if I can get into all the details of it, but it was a bit of a weird situation where a teeth whitening company was – it was being ran by some, some guys down south, and it wasn't going that great for that. Well, it was going well. They were selling, but – they were kind of running into debt, and so the company was compromised. And we saw the opportunity, and we decided to bring it on board. So, Wider Image Dental has been around for a long, long time. Yeah, I'm familiar um, with that. Mm -hmm. um, we took that on board, kind of streamlined some of the processes, got rid of some of the fluff, uh, really focusing on the dental community by and large. Uh, honing in on certain products that were obviously cash grabs at trade shows and glitz and glam kind of things and realize that we can streamline this process and make it uh, make it profitable. Last year in, I guess, May, mm -hmm. we, um, we took a, a really, really cool little boutique product or company called Profi Magic, mm -hmm. which was... Um, Highly rated profi angles. And highly um, rated profi angles, exactly. And we merged that into our family as well. So, you know, between the endo, growing the endo, essentially creating and having, well, not creating, I suppose, buying into a hygiene uh, company, um, and since expanding that product line as well, these are all little elements of things that we did. Somebody said a long time ago in business, don't try to innovate everything, just buy it. If you find someone who's innovated and who's killing it, 
if they're for sale, figure out a way to get it on your board. It's a heck of a lot easier to build a company that's already gone through the R&D and all the certification. I mean, look, Proby Magic, as an example, eight of its 10 products, I think, at the time were all highly CR rated. Yeah. I mean, and the only reason the other two weren't is because they hadn't asked to see them yet. <laughs> so so for us, it was kind of a, you know, it used to be the slogan, it's a no-brainer. Um, yeah, it was a no-brainer because it was faster, <laughs> it was faster, better, and cheaper. I mean, that's right. faster, better, and cheaper. That's kind and, of you know the whole direct play. You know, Sonny, the, the the reality is when you go to a dealer, which you have to, because you have to get the bibs, you have to get it, and you have to have that relationship. They just have way too much control over your office. Not in a bad way. It's just you rely on them. You have to have them. But man, if you can shave off a couple bucks here and there. On things that you use, and you have a, a profi angle as a great example. I had this woman say, oh, my gosh, I love this profi angle. And I said, well, what is it about a profi angle that you absolutely love? Like, what could you love about something you use for four and a half minutes and throw in the garbage? You put plaque all over it, and you throw it in the garbage. Anyway, the reality is that person was paying 92 cents for a profi angle. And I said, look. You love those. So I, I get love's hard to break, but why don't you take some of these with you? Try them. And if you love mine, whoever pays your bill is going to love you. And sure enough, <laughs> we get that customer and she says, Oh my gosh, I love your product. And so does my <laughs> boss, you know? So when you sell direct and you get to talk to docs directly, we're not out of a catalog per se. Alan, I still talk to customers every day, you know, <laughs> I have my big text. I can vouch, I can vouch for that. Yeah, you <laughs> can vouch for that. Yeah, for sure. So he's texting me at 1 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> but these are all the cool thing about what we've done in the I last you sleep, four or five years is that, you know, these are all quality things. We didn't just pick up a bunch of garbage. You know, we took some extensions. We wanted to add on to our um, to our endo. And so we, we acquired a small little company on the East Coast. Um and that helped us pick up some additional, you know, customer base to try to relaunch some of these other products that we have. The Ultra Dent line came with a database of customers. You know, the Genius ProFlex files were in use. People were using them. While we went a different direction with some of the motors and some of the options they had, um, that was expanding our relationship. And now, you know, now we have this, this nice little system. Teaching at LVI is one example. We also started our uh, Medidenta education. So simultaneously with all these things going on and we're trying to pay the bills. So we're still selling stuff that we already had and managing our inventory and managing our staff and trying to add people and, and, you mm -hmm. know, filter people. We started an AGD pace um, entity where we now offer uh, continuing education credits. And the whole goal was, again, everything we're trying to do is to drive traffic to our name to make people out there that aren't aware of us aware of us, to make people that have never tried our um, our products to try our products. And it's it's worked beautifully. Simultaneously, we've developed some great relationships with some really, really solid KOLs in the meantime. So next year, totally different ball game. We're gonna take everything we did in this year, like we did last year, and we're gonna take it to the next level. Everything we do, everything I've ever done in my business career has been, Try something. If it succeeds, try it faster and harder. Amplify, if that yeah, succeeds, yeah. do it again. If it fails, which a lot of things do, nobody loves to brag about the failures. But when you have a failure, if you can learn something from that failure and take that to your next, 
you know, product or your next company or your next venture, then you're you're going to come out on top. So the whole idea was to gain popularity to our name. We offered free CE for an entire year. We gave people the opportunity to sit through a one to two hour uh, webinar, um, free to them, didn't pay a penny. We sponsored the KOLs. We we didn't. Add, we also said this was something interesting. I thought initially we thought, well, how can we spin it on the Air Free ninety? You know, the only air free high speed hampies, or how can we spin it on our lube free, you know, hygiene hampies, or how can we spin it on our ACE cordless endo unit with the built in Apex locator? And I thought, man, how self centered would that be to run education for an entire year, only forcing all these KOLs to talk only about our products? And all of them use our stuff, by the way, just for the record. But at the same time, then we said, you know what? It'll gain a lot more popularity in a lot more steam if we allow them to talk about whatever they want. We had a guy come on and it was almost like an infomercial for everything Vista sells, which by the way, isn't necessarily a competitive of ours, but I could have easily said, you know what? I don't want you talking about Vista stuff. Get back to my burrs, get back to my, you know, we didn't do that. We said, let him talk about whatever he wants. And guess what? The audience loyalty was phenomenal. They came on board, they all came back. Some of them purchased, here and there. Some of them don't. It's all good. The next one, same thing. Didn't talk barely. I think he talked about one of our products. We didn't care. It didn't matter at all. We just wanted genuine education. The last thing I wanted people to do was go, well, obviously they're creating an infomercial with these KOLs for their own products. And that wasn't what we wanted, nor is that what we did. And I think that's why it was so successful. The last one we did sold out. We couldn't even, we could, people were texting me saying, can you please get me in that? Yeah, that we, kept that at, we kept that at 500 and people were trying to squeeze in and it was just, we we went, went over the limit. So that so so that's the whole educational, that's the new, that's the department that you guys have added, right? Yeah, yep. So, so now uh, we're expanding our palette at LVI. We're yeah. expanding into other categories, other, um, other disciplines. Uh -huh. asked us for a follow-up, keep the same endo course, but add more, more advanced endo, which we're going to do. We're also looking at some of the existing KOLs that we have in our camp and seeing, you know, their interest level in creating a hygiene program at LBI. Even mm -hmm. like that. There's a lot of different things going on. We've also, while all this is going on, as if that weren't enough, uh, Al and I don't sleep, by the way, but. That's all we're bald. We lost all our hair. When I started here, I had a huge head of hair, and no one can see me right now, but I am bald as the day is long. Um, we have re so in our building, oh, while all this is going on, we moved into a building too, and we had to bring racks and permits and scrims and and redo sprinkler heads. And and so now our current insanity project is we have um the build out adding on to our uh, manufacturing. So we've just, we're almost done. About two more weeks, we should get the last element installed so we can do a final inspect. That room is going to be a multi-purpose room. We've got a full lab with microscopes and x-ray machines and cyclic fatigue testers and all kinds of cool stuff. A full laboratory and um, and, a, and a very fast car driving by. But no... This new facility is going to enable us to move all of our manufacturing in that room, but it's going to serve as also a hands-on workshop room. So yeah. we're going to take our education. Uh, I think Vegas. we're certified now through 2026. So mm -hmm. we're going to bring people to Las Vegas 
and we're going to do exciting uh, pathology for pediatrics, dealing with challenging patients, um, handicap, doing endo hands-on, piezos with new suction coming out soon. All sorts um, of ideas, yeah. All sorts of ideas to bring people to Las Vegas and kind of get back into some some intimate hands-on uh, training. So. Well, the hands-on is is what's what was missing so much with everybody doing webinars and yeah, et cetera, et cetera. And, and hands-on is great, and it also gives people an opportunity to speak. But you brought up another product, and I'll I'll I'm a, I will be happy to endorse this product. But you talked about burrs, mm. and I have been a user of your burrs now for probably three years. I remember when I first sent you the, the first batch to try them out because like everyone else, you're leery of making a switch. But I said, listen, the proof's in the pudding. <laughs> I remember that. It's been five, many years now. The diamonds it, it and might the carbides. Be five. Yeah, I, I guess we did start with like the 330s and the, yeah, the 57s and then the round. Yeah, so... Yeah, it's it's a great. Now, how what how did you get into that? Who's your who's your company? I mean, did you have to find suppliers? How how did that happen? Because burrs are a pretty neat area that obviously you're going to use a lot of in practice. And if again, if you can get a hundred burrs for less than a hundred dollars now, that's yeah, now more than versus, ever, right? Versus two hundred fifty bucks, you know, that adds up. So. No, for sure. I mean, again, it goes back to the relationships we formulated, the, 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 the contacts we have, made the connections we had that connect us with the right supplier. Our burrs come from North America. They're Midwest profile burrs. You know, again, you, you, you're endorsing them, so I don't have to advertise. Our burrs from... Yeah, know, well, we, we didn't even talk about the composite finishing burrs. We're just talking uh, about regular... Oh, well, that, that's just the operative. We also yeah. have the, the trimming and finishing ortho, which we do very well, you know, in that department. We brought on the diamonds, multi-purpose uh, diamonds, diamonds uh, made in Israel. They were formerly CR rated years ago, one of the top 10. And again, it just goes back from who you know in, in the industry. And that's the beauty of us being, you know, in business for so long. Myself for 20 plus years, yep. you know, Sean's very good with just, you know, mingling and expanding. And I think both of our synergies together is what brings on fruitful joint ventures. Yeah, one more one more plug on the on the diamond burst because we use those uh, uh, tremendously in all the different courses. You know, coarse, fine. You know, and even you know now you got to use fine or super fine if you have a cutting in the zirconia. So there's just different uses for for the diamonds, and I like doing my operative with diamonds now. Yeah, it's supposed to be a little bit more gentle on the tooth structure and enamel and stuff, less fractures. So. Uh, I've been I've been very pleased with the product. You know, oh, I'm, thank you. I'm, thank you for I'm the not praise. putting a I'm not putting a diamond a diamond in, and it's it's wiggling like a like it's oscillating. You know, it fits and it rolls and it runs perfectly. I want to say that at the same time, you you one of your girls from the Crooklyn office, Tammy, just just sent me a message. Hey, I need more diamonds. <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh. I know. She said to me, "You got we're running low on those three thirties. I was like, "Yep." Call Al. There's a number. Yeah, it's she's got my speed dial number. <laughs> That's good. That's good. So. Uh, now you said you're a handpiece company. We haven't even touched on the handpieces. Talk a little bit about that. Cause you said you had Japanese manufacturers. I know you showed me, or you told me that the high speeds were Japanese. And I know, I'm not sure if everybody really fully appreciated when the recommendation for slow speeds was these have to be sterilized. Now these have to run through the sterilizer and people were still like, no, no, I just wipe them down. No, no, that's not what's recommended anymore. It's recommended it goes through the sterilizer. So you're going to have to buy 
a supply of, of the slow speed, you know, the motor, the, the contra angle or the nose cone, however they're doing it. And you have to have them and turn them over. So talk about those hand pieces now. So the low speeds, everything from our low speed department, it comes from our factory in Japan. Um, you know, to your point, the CDC guidelines, I think it was what, John, 2017, 2018, when 2018, they 2017, they said nose cones so that your contra angles and all. Yeah, that they, they, they changed, you know, we had, we had a paralegal look into it just to, because everyone had different interpretations of that. Correct. You know, yeah. That because guideline. we don't want to, because we don't want to do it. I'll be telling you honestly. Well, you know what? We all circumvented that system. It it, it changed. It, honestly, it really changed the marketing of a lot of companies. You know, you would sell one one handpiece with multiple attachments. Now, the way it's written, if it can be removed from the supply line, it has to be autoclave. 2018, 2019, they, the CDC came out and said, you know what? When you disconnect an airline from your handpiece, there's a little backdraft or like a suction. And that yeah, suction yeah. is drawing bacteria from the nose cone into the motor shaft. And so they they found one instance in a billion, whatever it was. And they said, we're going to make a recommendation that now, not just the detachable nose cones, but now the entire handpiece, including the motors. Mm-hmm. And we all know what we all know what what that autoclaving does to the insides yeah. of a handpiece. Well, especially you know, encapsulating, the encapsulating the bearings, putting things loop free, all of that helps. But at the end of the day, it's a lot rougher. So to Al's point, we did everything we possibly could to prove this inaccurate. And and the CDC makes a recommendation. They don't make a law. But the last thing you want to hear is, Doc, you're going to have to buy four, three to four handpieces per operatory. Per operatory, right. I have five operatories. I have to buy 25 handpieces, hygiene handpieces, just to do hygiene. Well, in conjunction, the states were also mandating this. I mean, it was at, at at some point, again, it was, I don't know what the number is today, but it was 15 and 18. And, and these the, 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 the neighbor states were following suit. So it's one thing when you have a guideline, because there are some docs who are like, well, you know, what happens behind closed doors is one thing. But when the states come and knocking on your door, mandating this enforcement, it changes the scope. And with Profimagic, with its bundles, where every time you buy angles, you get free hand pieces, it just propelled our sales. And then we turn to Japan, again, a relationship we already had in the works and say, hey, you know what? We need a loop-free hygiene handpiece. Let's expand on the quality. You know, so that's kind of on the low speed. The high speed, I think I turned you on probably five years ago on that too. Mm-hmm. Um, sure did. You know, high speeds, they're like commodities these days. You know, there was a, there was a, a research by uh, an independent company, CR, on high speeds from all brands. Uh, I think it was six, seven years ago, um, had the top industry leaders you know, from the cable, tennis, K, all of them. And at the end of the, the, the summary, the conclusion was it's all coming down to price, you know, but quality obviously has to be stamped with the name behind it. So our well, handpiece- Lair's, Lair's was one of the first hand pieces that I remember that came out with a reasonably priced hand piece that held up to a certain number of cycles of sterilization. Mm-hmm. And the cutting difference was so minuscule. You're absolutely right. It came down to, listen, you're going to burn through your hand pieces with sterilization, but at least you're going to get, let's say, 100 cycles of this, and it's going to cost you at that time half or whatever the price comparative to your cavos and your right. Midwest and stuff like that. Yeah. Sonny, it's an interesting point because you could have a $1,000 hand piece break down to in, in a couple of months if you don't have the the sufficient amount of hand pieces in your rotation. I've had a 
there was a situation where I had a, a pediatric in New York. I'll never forget his name. And every thir- three months, he would come back, and these premium line handpieces would just blow out. And he, he just he had nine, nine, ten operatories, probably 30, 40 recalls a week. I mean, this guy was high volume, and he was right. just blowing them out. Just it's not enough in rotation. So what it does come down in price and our, in our hand pieces, you know, they're, they're, everything is piecemeal in our factory in California. You know, we get the shells, some shells from Japan, some from Germany, some private labeled, but all our bearings come from a company named GRW in Germany. So at the end of the day, they deliver Supreme torque. That'll give you the precision, the confidence. I mean, again, you're a user. I'm not, you, you know what it's capable of and it's warranted no differently than everyone else for a couple of years. 25,000 RPM slow speed. Yeah, those those things, yeah, they, they have all the yeah, the low speeds. Japan does a rope. They pride on their integrity. We're actually going to Japan next uh, in January, Sean and I, to talk about uh, new product development. You know, mm-hmm. so yeah, they've got some new things that they want to. They showed they showed us a little bit, but uh, we're going to go out to the actual factory and and break bread and and talk and see what the future kind of holds for us. But that's a relationship Al's had for a long, long time. That goes back to some of the, some of the things that people want to know about a company. They want to say, well, how long have you been with this manufacturer? How long have you had this product on the market? Mm -hmm. And that's the one thing that's so nice about Medidenta being so old and going back to some of its roots and relationships. Some of these relationships are decades Mm -hmm. old. You know, from, you know, the, the the contra angles and all the attachments are made by the same exact manufacturer yeah, everybody that they always have been, at least in my life, you know. So that's the thing about Medidenta. It isn't just about CR ratings. It isn't just about where I'm trying to sell things or how we're, who we're buying and who we're this, that, and the other. We're definitely reliable mm-hmm. from a customer service standpoint, but the products and that's what you want. You don't want to open up your handpiece that you just spent $500, $10,000. It doesn't matter. When a patient's sitting in the chair, the last thing that you want is, is it for it to break yeah. mid midstream, a burr to break and not cut properly. It, it causes more discomfort with the customer. So when we stamp those burrs to you, every single time, you're getting the same quality you got the time before. Mm-hmm. There's very little, if any, variance. Same thing with our hand pieces. They go under the most shrewd ridicule mm-hmm. before they leave the building. And it's the same supplier for decades in some cases. So right. that's what you kind of get with us. It's consistency. The 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 missions we we're not just in a we don't just have a huge checkbook and we want to buy up everything we can. It's really making strategic moves to try to add more value to our customer base, mm-hmm. in addition to growing our customer base. But mm-hmm. But that is a true value of this company. It's to yeah, take well, care of those customers that have been with us for so many years. Some of us, or some of them, well before I was even thinking about getting my teeth cleaned for the first time. So, well, what's what's was nice. I think Al, you guys were running a special on a high speed. Something was a year end. You were ch- models were changing or something, and you hit me up, and I was like, "Yeah, I'm due. I'll I'll buy some." And then you asked me, and I gave you the names of, I think, two or three people. And I think they ended up buying out what you had. Yeah. They I loved know, the Actually, I, I, Dr. Connor is one of them, you know. Yeah. I mean, Richie, they loved it. They loved the product. So it's uh, like. We shared, that, that's true. We share mutual friends. And you've turned me on some docs that also, yeah. too, were leery of making a switch. But 
Yeah, so it's it's nice, you know. I'm not a. I, I don't like to blow a lot of people because everybody has their, you know. Like you said, I love my profi angle. Okay, God bless you, you know. So <laughs> I, I get it, you know. But for the most part, listen, I, I'm. If it's a good friend, they really ask me, I'll tell you try something, and if they try it, most people have been really really happy because I just I just don't blow smoke on that stuff at all. You know, we do the same thing. If we don't if we don't have it or we can't source it, we'll we'll turn you to someone that we know in the industry that will. Hey, you the yeah, same. You help me out with those stools. I asked you about stools. Exactly. I, I mean, I wasn't pushing stools, no pun intended, but we have a mutual friend, JD. We're going to leave that one alone. <laughs> <laughs> I just edit that one out. But um, yeah, and hopefully uh, Jason took care of you, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It was a good conversation. We've since we've bought about five or six of them now. So I, he'll take care of you long term. Yeah. So, all right. So, Coming up, I know we got a year-end deal, and you guys do a Black Friday event, mm-hmm. right? Uh, you want to talk about that, and then let's talk about what deal our listeners are going to get. So what's your Black Friday thing all about? So Black Friday, traditionally, we go through um, kind of like the hottest sellers, really. And we try to say, okay, how, what's our reach? Who are we going to – what's our? What's the avenue? How are we going to go about this? Do we want to find new customers? Do we want to – take care of the existing? Are we trying to liquidate something? Or do we have too much inventory or something? There's a myriad of reasons why we do what we do. But the core reason, the, the real core reason is to try to kind of say thank you to all the customers that have kind of supported us and, and bought our new products when we come up with new products and or bought the existing things as we went along. So the genuine first goal of it is to take care of our existing customers. In fact, we don't even really distribute these bulk, or, you know, these crazy deals out to anybody other than our customer database. Right. Um, we are running kind of, it's like a 50% off site-wide scenario. 50% off all your products. Pretty much everything in our catalog. We do have some things that are bundled already so low that they'll be omitted, but very, very few things are omitted. I'm talking electric base units, um, electric handpieces, uh, high-speed surgical, hygiene, low-speed contras, burrs, diamond, carbide, operative, surgical, you name it, on and on and on. Profi angles, um, endo unit, the, the ACE, cordless endo cordless unit. hygiene, yeah, it doesn't matter if it's... A cordless freestyle high... Have you, have you, I don't know if you've seen that yet. You will soon. The freestyle cordless hygiene handpiece. 50% off literally across the board. Now it's going to be limited scope, a limited amount of time, and we'll never see that again for the rest of the year. So that will be kind of the, the, yeah. the swan song, so to say. To our customers. All right, so, so let's give it, what's our, what's our deal to our faithful listeners of the feed for service podcast. So feed for service, we're actually going to do that 50% off across the board site-wide. So everything on our site will come with an offer code that will enable you to add whatever you want to your cart, as many as you want to your cart, and get literally 50% off. That's the So that is just till the end of this year, end of the calendar year, 2022? That's correct. Right? Yeah. So yeah, the no code, is, it's going to be a coupon code? or what are they, How are they going to use it? Yeah, so, so they'll accumulate whatever it is they need, again, Electric. Put it in air. their cart, right? Put it in their cart. Put it in the cart. 
Add as many as you want. Hopefully, lots of them. Fill up that cart, baby. Fill up that cart. It's a shopping spree. I mean, how many times can you get 50% off a handpiece throughout the year? (laughs) Maybe once in a while you see it, but this is a perfect opportunity. Buy four, get one. You know, it's it's not it's not 50% off. It's not a BOGO deal. No, no. Everything's buy two, get one, buy three, get one, buy four, get one. This is buy one, get one. This is a BOGO at its best. And then when you get to your shopping cart, once it's absolutely maxed out, um, you'll add in this simple offer code. Okay. And it'll calculate 50% off. It'll slash everything in half. So what is that? That offer code? All Um, right. Offer code is going to be FFS50. That's right. Right? FFS in in honor of fee-for-service. In honor of fee-for-service. Now, we may have some PPO docs that are listening. They're still welcome to the fee-for-service discount. (laughs) FFS50, that's your coupon code to take advantage of a great deal. That's a great company. I know maybe I did sound a little bit like a commercial, but I I, I will say uh, Ron introduced me to Al. Al introduced me to you, Sean. I'm still not sure about you, Sean, but I know Al. Um, <laughs> we got time. We got time. And uh, but you're, you're right, though. The company does stand behind it. Um, I was kind of an early user of some of the products. I liked yeah. some of the things. And I have developed a good relationship, and I have been very happy with the products. The, um, I, I, the Ace hand piece, I got to spend a little more time getting over that learning curve. But uh, the 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 Endo Apex locator with the graphics that it gives, my my team loves it. They're flipping out. They're the, everybody's fighting over it because we still have a couple of other ones, and they're like, "Well, bring that one in," you know. And yeah. So it's. It's changed a lot of the things that we've done, and it's allowed us to operate a little bit more cost efficiently. So, no, well, we so we're good. Doing. We're good at what we do, and we're good at describing things and educating. But we also support every transaction. So every one of our products has, obviously, downloadable IFUs, all that boring stuff no one wants to read. But we try our best to support everything with video as well. So anytime a doc calls up and says, man, I'm really trying to get used to this ACE, we can send you five or six videos that you can watch and you'll be up to speed. We even connect them with Dr. Gramos just in case they want that live web, you know, connection, Zoom call just to walk them through. Yep. So yep. So I'll be taking advantage of that when I get down and sit down with us. So appreciate you guys very much. Thanks for being on the podcast. Thanks for much having us. Luck. Thanks for having us, Sonny. Thank you and your loyalty. Crush it. I can't wait to see what new stuff you guys come up with, man. I love the I love the track that you guys have set and your trajectory it's just thank you thank you no we look forward to another round thanks for listening to the fee for service dentist podcast if you would like to share your fee for service story please fill out our contact form at ffsdentistry.com also be sure to join our fee for service dentistry facebook group for help starting your dental membership plan visit dentalmembershipdirect.com and membershipmastercourse.com finally For help with in-house financing, visit dentalfinancingdirect.com. And don't forget, your story is what you make of it. This is your name on the door and your reputation on the line. Thanks, everyone. We'll see you next time.